Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You were meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. Yes, we're broadcasting today from beautiful Mount Shasta, California. And the main goal of our show here is for awakening souls, intuition, and fulfilling purpose. This is, we're still fledgling here. We're on show number 10. We are loving giving this show. And our theme this week is Know Yourself to Fulfill Your Purpose. How would you answer the age-old question, who are you? If someone asked you that on the streets, you might just tell that person your name. (laughs) But when it comes right down to it, you know you're not a name, right? Many people assume that that they are individual persons with certain attributes, qualities, talents, looks, and jobs. They may introduce themselves to others saying something like, Hi, I'm David. I am a contractor. Or, Hi, I'm Sally. I run a graphic designs business. Many people identify with the kind of body they have, gender and race, or with the nationality of their birth, or where they live, or their ancestry. Or their personality like, Hi, I'm Jack. I'm a type A personality. (laughs) But you know that you are not your body, right? Even if you don't recall having had an out-of-body experience or you've never had a near-death experience, you've probably read about or heard enough people talk about their experiences of being not the body, but this awareness and energy far beyond the body and beyond the world to at least suspect that you are not just a body. Everyone has at least an intuitive knowing and a distinct sense that they are so much more than the body they have. Just a simple example, you might not be able to bodily walk through a solid wall in your house, at least not yet, but you certainly have no problem doing so with your mind, right? Right. Ah, yeah. I regularly try to walk through solid walls, <laughs> and I have the bruises to prove it, <laughs> that I didn't quite make it through. <laughs> uh, but with my mind, I'm all over the place. Yes. And that's also part of why we're teaching people how to be in their own space, because most everybody is all over the place. Or would you say out of their mind? <laughs> out of their... No, they're... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, We call that being out of the body, and sometimes in some other bodies or some other people's spaces. But we'll get to that. You know, it's easy to say you're a spirit and not a body. But exactly, you know, what does that mean? And do you have a direct, undeniable experience of being that spirit? The real answer to the question Who are you can't be just an intellectual one, can it? Intellectually, anyone can say anything. I'm spirit. 
I'm an eternal soul. I am God. I am limitless. Whatever. (laughs) Yet, when push comes to shove, how would you react if you're faced with the possibility of imminent death or serious injury? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Most of us would have a difficult time denying that we at least in part believe we're still a body. And at least until the going gets really tough. (laughs) Okay, so, well, actually for me, having had five near-death experiences, each experience of facing a very imminent death of the physical body has been profoundly peaceful. It's way before that point that's often not so peaceful. But <laughs> but that point where I'm going, oh, yeah, okay, there's a door, so to speak, and that part's no problem. But what's been quite difficult is knowing that I have to stay here because I haven't fulfilled my new contract from the time I committed to returning here after the first time I died. And the fear of being here in a heavily restricted or compromised condition. Uh-huh. Yes. That, that part, I've been working on ever since I returned from the second time I died. That's a big part of the purpose of me having had to go through the various trials of continuing living my life joyfully in spite of the variety of restrictive conditions I've encountered. Like, most currently, (laughs) not having my voice at all to now I'm starting to have a little bit more of a voice, but still, nothing like, you know, my full voice. We all tend to live a very conditional life when you really take a look at it. We choose to be happy when things are going our way and unhappy when things aren't going our way. So, bit by bit, I've been practicing letting go of those conditions that at one time I believed to be very real and fixed. I've spoken before. uh, I was compromised in my speech (laughs) six months ago or so. And I've spoken more and taught more in the past six months since my vocal cords were injured than I have before that. I've definitely taught more and traveled just as extensively since I've dropped dead a few times (laughs) and have had to recover from each of those times than probably ever before. Somehow, Regardless of the conditions of my life, I've learned to carry on. And that's a little bit like karaoke, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the luggage that you have. Yes. (laughs) And they call those birds of prey, carry on, right? (laughs) (laughs) Michael's quite the poster. (laughs) Yeah, it's the vultures going on on an airplane, you know, and the the, the, uh, flight attendant saying, sorry, you know, only two (laughs) carry-ons allowed. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) 
I'm just, you know, since I can't flap my lips as much, I, I have to flap my wings. Okay, so it's like um, my experience, I would say, is probably a bit like having been a professional painter or a violinist or a baseball player and suddenly having lost the use of your hands, you have to do something different or you have to do what you do in a very different way. That's kind of a death for a person, isn't it? Some people take to it quite well and others, well, not so well. Dying, in a sense, is a profound lesson in discovering who you really are, isn't it? Look, Ma, no body. (laughs) Yet, I still am. I'm beyond all those physical conditions, really. We'll go much more into that experience of dying in our show three weeks from now. That's called Three Deaths and No Funeral. (laughs) anyway that's probably that's the working title of my book next book anyway but today's show is about who you are and getting to know who you are because that is essential to fulfilling your purpose here if you don't know who you really are how can you fulfill your true purpose put simply your true purpose Sole purpose is to be yourself fully. That's it for each and every one of us. Yet, how long have we been at this process? How many lifetimes have we each had seems uh, still we're working at fulfilling our true purpose, no matter how many times we're reincarnating? Huh. And, oh, that purpose is just becoming truly who we are, fully, completely. It seems like the simplest thing to do, doesn't it? Then why does it take so long for any of us to truly live as who we already are? It's a good question. Yeah. Well, the short answer to it is that We're so incredibly creative, so incredibly powerful, so imaginative, and we have so much freedom that we can imagine ourselves to be anything and anyone we wish to be rather than just being who we already are forever. Rather than getting to ourselves the way we already are. We have this bad habit of seeing ourselves so much less than we are and not liking what we see. We imagine wanting to be much more. We're very strange indeed. (laughs) (laughs) So most of us are forever trying to avoid being who we think we are by trying to be who we aren't. (laughs) That's why thinking about who we are doesn't help. We have to directly intuit and experience who we are, our spirit beingness. So fulfilling our true purpose is elegantly simple. 
what makes it seem so difficult is we're constantly avoiding knowing who we are by trying to be different or more or better than we believe you are. And that's the backdrop of why so many people seem to believe their true purpose has to do with what they do in life, as in what kind of career or profession do they have, and so forth. Many people invalidate themselves thinking or even saying that, oh, I'm just a housewife, or I just have this you know, menial job, a low-paying menial job, or that I never got a college education. What you do in life is important only in terms of how you use it to help you express your true spirit self. Your profession or chosen occupation is merely a tool to fulfilling your purpose, not your purpose itself. We all intuitively know our purpose all along, but since we can't put it into words very well or into an identifiable object of some sort, we tend to struggle having certainty in what we're here to express and how. And Raphael, you told me several times that when you were a child around seven or eight years old, you had a realization about the power of prayer, and that made you decide you wanted to do what you wanted to do when you grew up. Would you tell us about that? Yes. And the story is that um, it starts actually with what I talked to you about in, I believe, the first episode um, where I had a dream where I was told I would be a spiritual teacher. And I was only five. I had no idea what, what a spiritual teacher would do. So as I went through the next couple years, I became very fervent in the religion I grew up in, the the Catholic religion. I learned how to pray, and I found that prayer was very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. And I decided to a point that I wanted to um, become a nun, a Carmelite nun. All they do all day is pray. That's they feel that prayer is what's helping humanity. There are also Tibetan monks in in um, around the world who do the same thing in meditation. Mm-hmm. So I went to my father when I was eight years old and told him, Dad, I want to be a, a nun. I, I want to help humanity. I want to pray for humanity. There's a lot wrong in this world. And my father looked at me and said, no way is my daughter going to be a nun. <laughs> and at the time, I had been contemplating this for an entire year, which is a long time for a little child, and it hurt me deeply. But as the years went on, and I was shown my way in my dreams, as well as in what I also found out about myself as I was growing up, that becoming a nun was actually incorrect for me. Mm-hmm. And even though that stung that moment or that day and, you know, that little sting, I still actually remember. So I know that that's something that I still have to forgive my father for. But he was right. 
it was not my lifetime to be a nun. And perhaps one of the reasons why I chose him as my father was to make sure I did not become a nun once again. Because <laughs> I spent a lot of lifetimes doing that. Yes, been there, done that. Yes. But um, I was able to um, advance, in a way, uh, my information and knowledge about uh, taking prayer to the place of meditation and combining that with my communication with with God and with mm. all that is. Yeah, it's it's amazing um, that um, we go through this. I had a similar thing I mentioned before, I think, of thinking I needed to be a medical doctor. And yet, when I got into pre-medical school, you know, university, I realized, wait a minute, that's not correct. And that's after I decided I should be a medical doctor when I was about eight years old. And then after all those years, I realized, no, that's not it. I drop out of school and go on my search. It took me about four years to find out, ah, what is it instead of being a medical doctor? Very similar to Raphael, thinking she should be a nun. Because as a kid, we latch on to things that are available to us, where people talk about medical doctors, nuns, what they do. And it's the closest thing, we think, until we realize that's not really correct. So it's never what you're going to become, but it's never wrong. We didn't make mistakes. For Raphael to think about being a nun and praying uh, was a start. It's a first step. To be told um, by her father, no way. Oh, that was second step. And then over many, many steps, she's discovered how to be what she's here to be as herself. And that includes teaching. Yes. And we are coming right up on our first break. We'll talk more about this in the second part. And also, we're going to open the mics uh, for questions. So if you want uh, to ask us a question, 888-346-9141 is the number. Uh, We'll be giving a seminar, by the way, a weekend seminar in Calabasas, California, in the greater L.A. area, May 5 and 6. It's two days. Saturday is Imagine That. Use your imagination and clairvoyance to transform your life. And Sunday, be inspired by living, uh, live by intuition to fulfill your destiny. We will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you always known that something different was possible for your life and in the world? What if you could create beyond your current reality? If your relationships, finances, business, health, and life could be anything, what would they be? Join Heather Nichols for an invitation to discover what is true for you in every area of your life and for conversations loaded with pragmatic tools for how to create it. Listen live every Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time for Creating Beyond Reality on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events 
to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. All right. We're talking today about Know Yourself to Fulfill Your Purpose. And before we dig in again, um, I wanted to make one more announcement just to make sure uh, you get this part. We were talking about our event in L.A. on May 5 and 6. And um, to find out more details about it, Go ahead and go to our website at michaeltamura.com and go up to the events section. Um, the other thing is that in L.A., we also are giving a um, screening. screening of the PGS Intuition is Your Personal Guidance System movie in Santa Monica on Monday, May 7th at 7 p.m. And um, if you go onto our Facebook sites or uh, especially the Living the Miracle Facebook site, you'll be able to find the um, uh, links. Links, yes, to <laughs> buying the tickets. We have to have the tickets sold ahead of time or the movie isn't a go. This is how the independent film business goes. It's and called Theatrical is, on Demand. Yes, Theatrical on Demand. It's an amazing movie created by the wonderful filmmaker. Bill Bennett from Australia, he's award-winning. Many of his his films have won many awards. And we'll have him on our show uh, in the next season. Oh, great. Season meaning after week 13. Yes. (laughs) We're on week 10 right now. So, Michael, do you want to pick up where we left off? Yes. Well, you know, I was talking about people often think that, oh, I made a mistake. I, I took the wrong road. Or they stop trusting their intuition that tells them, you know, you should be a nun or you should be a doctor. And then later on, whether it's uh, a year later, a few days later, or several, like my case, several years later, I find out, oh, 
no, becoming a medical doctor isn't the right path for me. Just like Raphael, been there, done that many times in previous incarnations. This time I had to get past the kind of restrictions and limitations that are imposed upon certain professionals, right? Almost every professional uh, person, like a doctor or a lawyer, they have to live by professional ethics, rules, and regulations, or otherwise they have their license taken away. So I realized that was much later that I have to back off on getting boxed into a place where I wouldn't be able to freely teach on a spiritual level. So this is all stuff that comes along over years. But there was a defining moment in my life when I suddenly realized that I had to express the love that I had within myself, regardless of what others thought you know, of me doing something like that. And that wasn't about some romantic feelings I had towards someone. It was about that profound and expansive love within me that is within everyone that needed to be expressed and not suppressed until it was deemed appropriate or politically correct or whatever. I realized at that moment, it was always there. And I was the one holding it back. Well, Again, you know my background, I grew up in Japan, which is very conservative and not very highly expressive culture. I don't recall anyone when I was growing up ever saying out loud, I love you to anyone else, except I think I saw it or heard it on a Japanese TV soap opera kind of a show once. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, I had to even think about what did that person just say because I had to figure out the words and everything in Japanese. Huh. And that was a very stressful Romeo and Juliet type scene that was going on. And certainly it wasn't a true expression of love. So that you can tell, oh, it wasn't verbally expressed. It wasn't expressed through, you know, hugging each other and everything like that. So on one hand, it was good to grow up in a culture that didn't verbalize love very well. It taught me to express my love through action more than just words. Even through words, it became not the words themselves, but what I was conveying with those words. It's like answering Elizabeth Robert Browning's famous point, poem, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Answering that question in the way we live each day will lead us to fulfilling our purpose, guaranteed. That's why loving, whether it's loving God, loving your neighbor as yourself, was central to Jesus's teaching as it was to Buddha's and all other enlightened masters. The true expression of spirit is what we call unconditional love. It all begins with practicing saying hello to the limitless spirit that we are, to the limitless spirit that everyone else is as well. By doing so, we erode the barriers of lies we had previously erected between us. And the more we allow ourselves to discover who someone else is, the more we begin to discover ourselves. The more we get to know 
who we truly are, the more we come to know others. I think this would be a good time to take a caller. All right. We will uh, say hello to Jane in California. Hello, Jane. Hi. Hi, Jane. Me, Michael. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you've never heard that before. I have came to one of your events, and everything yes. you're talking today touched me in so oh, many great. levels. Great. So, yeah, I've us. lost my voice. I've had a nearly death experience. Yes. So, and do you have a question? Um, there's so much going on. I would yes. very much appreciate it if you just take a look at me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There yes, there is a lot going on for you, Jane. And how I see uh, how much is going on in you is that so many areas of your aura, the energy field around you, that you're expressing as a soul creatively is green right now. Several different shades of green, and but each of these shades of green around you signifies growth and massive change. You're going through so much internal change uh, that that you're letting go of. It's it's a the the most important part of your life right now isn't so much you know do this, do that, and all that kind of stuff. Right now, you have your hands full just to be able to let go of the emotional energies, the thoughts, the old images in your mind that keep on coming up that you no longer want, you no longer think they're true. And that's exactly true. This is a time of purging. It's it's like if this were on a physical you know, detox level, you'd be, you'd be on a fast or a cleanse of some sort and your body starts to detoxify itself of poisons and, and heavy metals and all that kind of stuff. While you're doing that... It doesn't feel so good. No, and you're doing that <laughs> on an emotional, mental, psychic level. I mean, so it's not just one level. At least if you're doing a fast, you know, eh, after about... You know, first couple of days feels really good, but after that, you feel horrible for a few days, and then you start to kind of level up. Well, in your case, you're going through about three major levels of psychic detox, and just the same way, even though it's not really a body thing, it's you'll feel it as if it's a physical thing, and then there might even be some physical detoxing because... You're releasing so much old energies. So be cheerful and just go, yay, uh, celebrate. This might feel awful, but I'm letting go of the past and I'm starting to have new degree of freedom. When you come out of on the other side of this, and you definitely will come out of this, and you're going to be like sparkling clean and compared to where it was before, and you're going to have a new life that you're you're already started but once you get over this three humps then you're going to have a brand new life you're going to be able to enjoy so much more yeah it's like a step in becoming sometimes we grieve of those parts of us that we think were important that go away in yeah, life and it's the like way, dying yeah it is and the way life works is that 
we go along for a while with certain ideas and certain ways of doing things and so on. And then something comes along that's showing us, oh, you're going in a different direction. So All thank right. you very thank you, much Jane. for calling and enjoy this growth and be good to yourself. Hope to see you again. Thank you so much. Okay, the next caller we have is Emily in Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> Hi, Emily. Hello there. Hi there. <laughs> yes, what would you like to ask? Um, I'm calling because, well, my question is, um, where am I on my journey in fulfilling my purpose? Yes. And then what is my next step? I just feel frequently kind of lost and stuck and afraid. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, this is good news. <laughs> because this is really important for everybody uh, to hear because, uh, you know, you're, you're looking at, I feel stuck and uh, confused and stuff like that, unclear as to what my next step is and everything. Well, that step you're in is a very amazing step because until you get to where you are, you're not aware you're stuck and confused. <laughs> if you look at a lot of people walking around like zombies out there, you know, life is hard and then you die. You just do put your head to the grindstone and blah, blah, blah. And But they're not aware enough to become aware they're stuck. You have been aware for a while. And very similar to Jane, you're aware that, oh, once you become aware you've been stuck, don't think of it as you are stuck. Once you're aware you've been stuck, oh, the stuckness is now in the past, okay? All you have to do is let go of that feeling of stuckness and go, oh, I'm aware I've been stuck for quite a while. Now I'm moving forward. And, and just like I said before, the detoxing part doesn't feel good. And you still have the emotions coming up, the thoughts coming up of being stuck, of when you were stuck. But you know, you intuitively know you're not stuck anymore. You're actively seeking a step forward. And that means you're not stuck. Now, you're, what you're a little bit kind of confused or not clear about is what is that step forward that you need to take? Okay. Now, that is very clear. You are a tremendous healer yourself. Are you aware of this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> because from the time you were little, all you wanted was to have people be happy, have people be well. And you just celebrate the successes of those you love, your friends, family, whatever. You, what pains you the most is when the people you love the most are suffering in some way. They're not succeeding. They're, they're not, you know, uh, uh, excited and, and celebrating. And when you really delete that out of your life, we go, okay, if I really look at when I'm unhappiest, it's when people I care about, or even strangers. You turn on the news and you see all these strangers you're probably never going to meet suffering. And, yeah. and you, you get unhappy. And because all you're here to do is to help people have more joy in their lives. And, and when 
you experience someone, even a stranger that you just say hello to, smile, you go, oh, it, it made my day. That's because you're such a total healer. That's what you need to be doing, and you are doing it, but you get invalidated often because you think you're the one who's supposed to make them happy. No, you are the guide to help them find their happiness that's already within them. But they're looking for happiness outside, and so they get disappointed when things outside don't go so well. So so what your next step is learning how to truly be the healer that you already are in relationship to all the people you tend to in life, in the world, and how to do it correctly so you don't get sucked down into their depression, into their unhappiness, into their pain, and you could be happy regardless of whether your patients are completely cured or not. Okay? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, unbelievably. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're really on the right track. Thank you so much for calling and hope to see you in Chicago or L.A. or someplace. Yes, we're working on getting our Chicago date in September, the first weekend. So watch for it in our newsletter if you're signed up for it. Oh, great. Thank you so much. I will. Thank you. Uh, All right. right. Take care. All right. Do we have time? Uh, Yeah. uh, And if we don't finish with her, we'll finish finish it up on the... uh, on the break, after the break. All right, so we have um, Helene from California, and we're going to start with you and finish you up after the break. Hi. Hi, Hi Helene. What can Hi, we... Hi, Pauline. Sorry. Oh. Hey, Pauline, we were, we were shown Helene. Okay. Hi, Pauline. Yeah. You were probably... <laughs> Hi, thank you for taking my call. I just yeah. finished okay. Michael's Level 1 um, telecourse. Oh. So, um, and I'm in a really big transition, I guess, and I, I guess I would like some, any clarity, um, because it seems scary right now (laughs) with trusting myself and moving forward in my journey path spiritually and just in life in general. Yes. Um, It's because you've grown up and lived under high expectations and <laughs> from <Yeah>. everybody <laughs> parents and rest of family relatives and teachers coaches whatever in your life earlier life and that's what you're starting to release now after you've learned to ground run your energy find your space and you've started you're really doing well and starting to practice blowing those pictures that come up in your mind, the thoughts and feelings that come up in your minds. You might not quite be aware specifically of the pictures as images yet, but you're aware of the thoughts and feelings that are coming up in your mind, and that's what scares you. And and some of those feelings are fear that's coming up. When it comes up, don't try to solve it. You're a tremendous problem solver, and you've been taught you have to solve all the problems, especially those come up in your mind. But 
don't. <laughs> yeah, a, a lazy slob on that level for a little bit, which is extremely difficult for you. <laughs> so that's always our challenge, isn't it? To do what's really difficult for us. Where for somebody else, being a couch potato and being a lazy slob is easy. That's normal. But for you, it's extremely hard. So you got to cheer up and practice and decide uh you're going to let that go. But uh, we want to continue with you after we come back from the break. So can you hold on? And yes. we'll be back shortly. Yes, we've got our second break coming up. Uh, when we return, we'll continue our exploration of intuition. Just know your answer. Be sure to check out our website, www.michaeltamura.com. And by the way, we have a booth at the New Living Expo in San Mateo, California, at the convention center there. April 27 to 29. Um, We will be in booth 328, and Michael will give a talk at 5 p.m. on Friday, as well as we'll be on a panel for a QA and a after the PGS movie screening there. See you in a couple of minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Don't you just wish sometimes that life could come with a do-over button? We'd probably use it a lot more than we think. What if there was one do-over button you could use each week? Make that place the Voice America Empowerment Channel for Code to Grace, the empowered women's guide to life. With host Marilyn Mosier. Marilyn and her guests will help you find the key to break free from the chains of your life and start anew. Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Ah, welcome back. We are talking about know yourself to fulfill your purpose. 
And just before the break, we were talking to Pauline from California. Well, California is a really big state, so somewhere (laughs) in California, (laughs) Pauline is residing. And part of her question had to do with, uh, she was talking about, she is taking one of our courses. Um, She called it the Levels course when she asked her question. That's our nickname for it. Um, It is done in levels, but the real full name of the course is uh, Psychic Psychic Tools Tools for Life Mastery Practices for Living Your Psychic Tools and Life, life mastery, mastery Practices for Living Your Soul Purpose. purpose. <laughs> Perfect for today's yes, theme. I, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, if you're interested in that, since uh, if it perked some of your ears up, uh, you can go onto our website to our offering section and find that. Yeah. In the, if you in sign the, up for the newsletter, you get a free download of the first class, the introduction to that class. That's right. That's right. And where you would find it on the website is in the past events. So you go to the events section and in the past. No? I think you find it by signing up for the email, uh, newsletter. Okay. I'm not talking about the recording. Oh. I'm talking about the entire course. Oh, about the entire course and yes. the description. And, all and that. the description. Oh, yeah. And all that's that. in yes. the events. Yeah. All right. So, so let's go back to uh, back Pauline. To Pauline. Thank you, Pauline. Yes. Yes. So now, Pauline, uh, the next steps in terms of practice. See, because you already have learned about the grounding, running energy, and how to practice that on a daily basis, it becomes very important. That's the fastest way you're going to get through this growth period. What we call the growth period is what you were talking, you're going through such a big transition. And and so these tools, and we'll do a little practice after we finish with you, um, with everybody, the grounding, the running energy, and just sitting there finding your space and starting to become aware of all the thoughts, the feelings, the pictures that come up in your mind, because that's where it comes up, right? It's all in your mind. <laughs> like they used to say, oh, no, uh, it's all in your mind. <laughs> well, it's true. It's it is all in the everything. Everything we experience, where do we experience it? Within our mind. And it's not out there that we experience it. We experience it within the mind, the space of the mind and it's vast. It's not contained in the brain or anything like that. So, as you experience this in your mind, but when you're grounded running your energy in the center of your head, finding that Space of total neutrality means, oh, whatever comes up, this fear comes up. But you're going, okay, that's fear. It's fine. You know, let that fear be there. Don't try to stop it. The thing I was talking about, the past and you're, the way you grew up, so much expectations. You didn't have any space to just be. You, had, you were expected to jump up and do something about it right now. So, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. It makes me nervous just to sit still. <laughs> exactly. And so, so the, that nervousness is, is something underneath the nervousness and the fear going, got to do something, got to do something. And it's not you saying, got to do something. It was other people, people you were 
looking up to, people you depended upon, saying, you got to do something, got to do something, do it right, do it perfectly, and all that stuff. So you got a lot of that. So don't expect it to go away in, you know, one sitting. It's just you, the thing to do is not to try to make it go away, but for you to become senior to it, to be the master. So when those thoughts and those feelings, those anxious feelings, those fear feelings, those uh, I should be doing something feelings come up and those thoughts come up, just laugh. Remember, you know, in the course, there's plenty about, you got to get into amusement. Yes, tickle, tickle, laugh, laugh. And, <laughs> and when you even smile, you go, reminding yourself, oh, yeah, even though I'm feeling this fear, reminding yourself, oh, that's just an energy. That's just a feeling coming out. That's okay. not really where I am. And where I am is, oh, Actually, I'm neutral. I feel the feelings, but I'm neutral to the feelings. There's the feelings, and there is where I am, neutral to it. I don't have to become it. I don't have to, you become it by fighting it, by trying to solve it, by struggling against it and all that stuff, trying to get rid of it. So don't. Just let it be. And then we need to get on. So I'm really glad you're doing that, and good luck with it. And you can always... Uh, email me and ask those questions too because you're in the thank class. Yes. All right, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, you're Pauline, welcome. good job. Thank oh. you. Okay, so so then let's use that as a segue because Pauline brought that question up. It's a great question for all of you, but not all of you have studied with us before and, and learned these practices. Uh, you may have done it a few times in these radio shows. And once again, if you go to our website, go to the free stuff audio, you can do a free download of a two-hour teleseminar that is called the Spiritual Toolkit. And it teaches you real basic, uh, all the basic tools that we teach everybody so that they can practice it and then apply it in relationship to what happens uh, in their growth process because this is why so many people shy away from spiritual growth other than kind of talking about it and reading about it but actually practicing it ah it starts to change your life it starts to change who you've been into who you really are the whole of spiritual growth is about what we're talking about today in fulfilling your purpose in life is to fulfill yourself by being who you are, which requires dying over and over in a sense, letting go of your identities and letting go of who you've been. That's not true. Okay, we've all, we all do that. It's called survival. We have to become somebody that we're expected to be by our parents or by the teachers or by a minister or anybody. And, ah, okay, I'll be that way so I can survive, so you don't beat me up or so you don't reject me or so you'll continue to love me and take care of me, whatever. But we grow up. And as we grow up, we realize, oh, we don't have to appease everybody and their expectations and their demands. And we start to be able to have the compassion to see that, oh, they do this to me because they're scared. They're scared out of their wits. 
So they have to feel like they have to control others. Otherwise, they can't make it. So I don't have to do that anymore. There are times when those people, however, are guiding you to a right direction, like the story with my father that I told earlier. Yes, even if they don't understand it themselves. At the time, yes. At the time. So, Michael, you have a practice for yes. everybody. Yes, so I'd like all of you who want to join in, just sit comfortably where you are with your feet flat on the floor. Give yourselves a deep breath. And then just be aware. Imagine yourself. You're right in the center, the very center of your head. Be aware and neutral. Letting everything go, letting everything be as they are. Letting whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking, whatever your experience is, just let it be. Just like noise outside, instead of fighting it, just let it be. And then imagine that incredible grounding, that tree trunk, huge tree trunk going all the way down to the center of the earth. Connecting to the center of the earth and where you're sitting on that tree trunk connects to your first chakra, the energy center, just above the tip of your tailbone inside your body. Ah, And you're in the center of your head, neutral. And notice all the different kinds of thoughts, feelings, sensations, sounds, whatever you're aware of. And notice when you're neutral in the center of your head and you're grounded. And those of you already knowing how to run the energy, you can run the energy. But notice, it's easy to just let it go. Even when the feelings, emotions, the thoughts get pretty intense and it just feels like it's going to take over. But just know that tiny little spot in the center of your head, oh, nothing takes over that. That's always the same completely neutral and aware. At first, it seems so small compared to the awareness of the intensity of emotions and stuff, but with practice, it gets bigger and bigger, and pretty soon, it gets so bigger, so much bigger than everything else you're experiencing that you can relate to anything in, the, in your life with neutrality, okay? Just let everything be, and then just imagine that rose, image of a rose out in front of you, And any thoughts, any feelings that bother you, just put it in there. Don't try to solve it. Just put it in there. Ah, and then kaboom! Imagine it exploding with a flash of light. Give yourself a deep breath. Imagine a golden sun coming in, filling you up from head to toe, completely replenishing all the energy you got let go of. And now stretch and bend on over, drain off the excess energies. And when you come up, you can open your eyes again. We're coming to a close again. Time flies when we're having fun. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Michael. That was a really nice little meditation. And one that you can, you know, even if you're at a regular workplace, you can go and, uh, you know, find a private place like the bathroom (laughs) and and do that for a minute or two. That's what I used to do when I was learning this stuff. Well, we hope to see all of you and many of your friends and family around the world next Wednesday, April 11th for our episode titled, Smile is Just a Picture, Getting Unstuck. If you've ever felt like you're on a mental and emotional treadmill and the same thoughts and feelings going around and round and round in your mind, well, you've just had that common experience of being stuck. 
You know you're stuck, but exactly what are you stuck on? And more importantly, how do you get yourself unstuck? To find out, join us next week right here on Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. And we'll look at what it is you you get stuck on and how to get yourself unstuck. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. See you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.